Okay. All right. So before we get started, I got two. I got two things that are, are maybe trying to put Sacramento on the map a little bit. All right. Um, I, I had dinner with uh, um, Liz last night. Oh, so we're talking a lot of Sacramento shit. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, okay. Well, I nothing hope, crazy. Exciting, nothing. But just, nothing. Nothing great. No. Okay. I mean, good, but nothing. Okay. Well, here's one. Uh, okay, so DJ Khaled yeah. is opening a ghost kitchen in in a hotel in Natomas. No, Natomas. In Natomas, it's a ghost kitchen. Are we recording? Though. Are we talking? We about- are reco- yeah, recording. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Natomas is um, the suburb uh, it, that basically the airport of Sacramento's in, and closest suburb to downtown Sacramento, arguably. Yeah, and kind of our newest. Our basketball stadium used to be there. Um, it's not our newest. That was a bad take, but it's it's evolving. Yeah, a big like um, hospital schools going there. Yes, in our old arena, and then some huge tech company moved there. Not yeah. huge as in Google, but big for us. Right. Yeah. So it's it's an evolving ish city, but it's very normal. Yeah. Suburb, which is makes it random. So he's opening a, a ghost kitchen. So the, you, no dine in. You know, just yeah. just Doordashy things. Yeah. 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 Called another wing. It's a wing. Oh, place. so I've, uh, so I think that's a chain. Yeah, maybe so. Yeah, so he has another one. Uh, so the the his 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 uh, what's it called? Catchphrase is, is another, another one. one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So we the best. A, another wing. Yeah, yeah, the Hilton Garden in uh, in in the Thomas. Uh, sadly, I am a DJ Khaled fan. Um, Jacob and them work with DJ Khaled. Oh, similar manager. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, not directly, obviously. I, like, uh, yeah, yeah. Our, shout out to our boy Jacob's not a rapper or anything, but <laughs> the professional he, athletes he works with are all interconnected with he, that. That's why I went on that rap cruise. Right. That right. was put on by DJ Khaled. Okay, he would be the, uh, Jacob would be the whitest guy to <laughs> yeah, rap ever. Quite Texas. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> his rap name is Texas Thunder. Yeah, yeah I, I so. do like DJ Khaled, but I have uh, low hopes for those wings. And now that I know it's that, I'm kind of glad it's in Atomas. No offense, Atomas, but it's like suburby. You know, it's like Wingstop. Right. It's good, but yeah. it's, we have banging food downtown, so it probably doesn't fit here. Yeah. So the uh, items riff on his song names or catchphrases such as "suffering from success," "sesame teriyaki wings," yeah. or "un un unbelievable buffalo." Yeah. Yeah, I'll eat it, but I'm not e- eat it or eat it. Yeah, I'm not that excited. Another uh, ten and twenty wing. Combos like the uh, major key meal or all I do is wing. And all I do is wing. I like it. I, I'm on one onion rings and winning waffles. I'm Waffle on one fries. remix with uh, Little Wayne's verse is one of my favorite songs all time. Yeah. yeah. The other one, uh, I don't have the details in front of me on this, and I could probably look them up if I was if I was motivated. But yeah. uh, that that Fifty Cent. Yep. Signed some kind of a cooperation agreement with the Sacramento Kings. Well, I don't know. I love that. Yeah. I mean, the dude's a business guy at this point, which is cool. Um, uh, and a lot of guys do stuff like that, right? Like, I think Shaq owns, um, I don't even know what team anymore. And I'm blanking. But well, they he, all, had a, he had a piece of this one. Oh, yeah. He sold that, though, right? Yeah. Yeah, Shaq had a part of the Kings. Justin Timberlake owns part of the Memphis Grizz. Like, uh, those guys always play a little role. Um I think for fun, probably, rather than pure money investment, because um, historically, you know, it might not be your best investment, uh, but it's cool. It could bring some hype here. You know, if he starts showing up to some games, we start winning some games. 
Uh, okay, today the Sacramento Kings announced a multi-year partnership with Grammy Award-winning musician, two-time New York Times best-selling author, executive producer, entrepreneur, and philanthropist. That's a lot of hats. Curtis, 50 Cent. Curtis Jackson, dude. Jackson. If we could get Curtis in here to hang upside down from one of our racks. That'd be amazing. And do a crunch. That'd be amazing. Yeah, my life I don't would care be what his abs look like in that I think it'd be possible. Yeah, yeah, he'd yeah. be fat. It could be fat 50. I would, uh, I'll, I'm only going to play Get Rich or Die Trying in the gym for the next three months okay. until I make that happen. Right. Yeah. Every song I post on Instagram is going to be me tagging 50. You're going to, um, what, what's that called? When you man, you're going to manifest it. Yeah. Yeah. I believe, you're I believe you're going to manifest 50 cent right here at third street. We know a couple people at the Kings or at least I still do. So we, we might be like, yeah, that's, it's not out of the realm. <laughs> no. That 50 might come in here and hit a pump. Yeah. Uh, this is, 50 Cent, his premium wine and spirits company, Sire Spirits LLC, and his charity, G Unity Foundation. G Unity, I like that. Yeah, so I was listening to G Unity yesterday. Uh, uh, I like that. That's probably more of an impact than, uh, sadly, DJ Khaled's Kitchen. He he becomes the premium um, official premium champagne partner. Oh, sick! With uh, Le Chemin du Roy. Which is the king's path? I, I thought it was going to be dog, but that's not. It's king king's path, not the king's dog. Uh, proud spirits partner. See the thing about about champagne is the kings are never going to win anything, so you're never going to be out oh. champagne sprayed all over the the How sad. the locker room. That's one day. I mean, didn't they, our soccer team win something? I know they're unrelated, but. I think uh, we yeah, went. soccer team just yeah. advanced. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And and the Kings are trying to buy our AAA affiliate, um, oh, Sacramento really? Rivercats. Yeah, that's, and I know they're historically pretty good. They have historically been pretty yeah. good, and and although their attendance is, I guess, falling just because of, in part, I think because of the way the Giants use them. It's very taxi squatty, you know. They're yeah. back you and can't forth get behind somebody. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and. Uh, my understanding is that the t- the family that brought the AAA affiliate here, um, they lost their patriarch in '09, yeah. and so one of the family. sons, is, yeah, one of the sons has been running it, and they're trying to. I think they're just trying to get out of it. Yeah, I don't blame them. Hundred million bucks. I don't blame them, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Friday's episode, the one good question, where we answer your questions, we choose your questions. If you want to get involved potentially to win prizes and exclusives from 3SB, good company. All you got to do is join Discord. To join Discord, you got to go to 50percentfacts.com. We got a link to Discord. It's totally free. Basically, all it is is a group chat, new app that we hang out. On that app, you're going to have like-minded individuals. We're just sitting there chatting, bullshitting all day. You get exclusives, early access to all our clothing and all the news for Third Street and good company. And we have tabs on the left. It's called The Good Question. You can go in there, ask any question you want. If we choose your question, you win that prize. Um, and that's today's episode. So I got one from my boy, Eddie Drizzle. Shout out to the young Eddie Drizzle. Eddie says, if you could go back in time and bring back one trend, fitness or not, but maybe uh-huh. let's say fitness. Uh-huh. Let's keep it fitness to keep it clear because trends, you know, there's a trillion. One fitness trends, what would it be from the past? I already got mine because I bitched about it on YouTube. I think I would bring back how easy it was to monetize uh, uh, social social media presence in you know say thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. That's not a bad one. In just the early days of YouTube and stuff, felt so much more like a community. And obviously, that's us being biased, but like. 
it's cool that it grew and there's tons of content creators now. But yeah. it was also cool when it was small and everybody knew everybody. I, I think that and this is like this is probably a little self examination, a little self criticality here, that like we consider a lot of people that we have dealt with over the years to be like our buddies or friends or whatever, you know, yeah. good acquaintances, whatever. But because nobody has, or not nobody, but not very many people have the same kind of leverage that they used to, we kind of don't put as much into the relationship either. And it's not that we're being crazy about it. It's just kind of, it's like we only have so much energy and how do we pick who we do stuff with? Or like business itself uh, became more of a priority over the content, where the content's a large piece of it, but right. the content, the, the, the scale changed. It yeah. used to be 80% content, 20% business. Right. But because of reach and engagement and and whatever ever changing platforms now it's like 50 50 yeah yeah so like the collaborations less and covid ruined collaborations for a lot of people it so did. we're picking things back up but yeah i agree i don't disagree mine would be and I, we've bitched about this a lot so i don't mean any offense to anybody but it is like the um, i don't know how to phrase it because like uh, ultra specificity in the sense that you feel you can't get stronger without these comp plates type oh, mentality just yeah. that mentality of a trend where uh and shout out my boy russ swole who's right the best in the usapl arguably right him yeah. or atwood are the best to do it in the last five years and may go down as the two of the best usapl li- will we'll go down as two of the best natty whatever lifters all time yeah he one he does it for the views <laughs> don't blame you and he talks about it but he goes to commercial gyms and works out and he's got mm-hmm. shit bar shit plate and he's squatting 700 pounds yeah right the yuri belkins the KKs, like you go to a gym and yes, I believe in optimizing your training when you want to be the best lifter you can. Mm-hmm. Find the best equipment, find the best community, find the best time, the best meal timing, all that. I'm all in. But you should be able to get strong and work out and be good under any condition. I also believe that shows how good of an athlete you are mentally and physically. So like you don't need the perfect bar, you don't need the perfect plate, you don't need to, you know, perfect chalk, lift weights, get better regardless. Now, if it's convenient and there's a cool gym with plates and all that, yeah, go do that. I'm not saying don't, but you shouldn't need it. Yeah, I didn't work out in a gym that had calibrated plates until what year? When I showed up, we had them. But we didn't even use them. 11? Yeah, so that's when I showed up, and we didn't even use them. Yeah, so 10 years ago. But yeah. Guys would be scoring 1,000 on mixed match plates. Um, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. We, did, we didn't use them because they were kind of reserved for Yeah, and they're shoved to the side. Yeah, it was kind of an honor. Yeah. Or if you're going extra heavy or you're yeah. getting closer to a comp. And again, like I don't think you should go that way either and find a shit bar to get, become a tough guy. I'm not saying that either, but you shouldn't be, be paralyzed by not having the perfect barbell. Uh, Here's, I think that if, particularly if you're benching or 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 um, or deadlifting, but mostly benching, um, you should be looking for the bar that's in the best condition, sure. not the brand name on the bar. For sure, because uh, a bent barbell, yeah, fucks can, you up. Can cause yeah, it can cause a missed lift. It can cause injury, even particularly yeah. like on on a deadlift. You if you if a if a bar is bent, it can torque your bicep tendons in ways that you don't like. I agree. <clears throat> so I don't know. I don't know. I, I had this conversation with our with our friend Chris the other day because he's making us a new weight tree. And he's like, 
uh, is this for the is this one for the Kilo place? I said, no, not particularly. He said, well, because I could extend this and you could put a oh. I could put a hole so we could put a, you could just lock the ends of it so people can't take them off. And it's like, yeah, that that would be a nice idea. But this is 2022, yeah. and if we don't have a set of Kilo plates out no. there, we're losing members. Yeah, yeah, which you know? is crazy, to me. which is totally crazy to me. And and same thing with the combo racks. Like there are people who shouldn't be squatting in combo racks because they're either trying to go too heavy for themselves yeah, or don't ask for spotter or they don't have enough yeah. spotters and and like somebody ended up on their face in here the other day yeah and, and it's like to me like i was more stoked i even still i don't really use our comp plates when i lift i'm not lifting like my heaviest but i'm pushing my squats pretty good and i'm just stoked that all our regular plates match that's yeah. a party to me yeah and I've bitched about it here, and oh, these guys are going to be sick about it. Cause, but, like, our our regular plates are these, like, chiseled-out Evancos that are probably as close to calibrated as you can get without paying the calibrated price. Right. And they just fucking match. I'm more about the visual. <laughs> I think it's cool that they fucking match. Yeah. And then, uh, same thing. Like, there is a difference between me needing the perfect Leco bar or just, like, any power bar. Yeah. Because I grew up uh, at the gyms we were at bars had no brand and were bent mm -hmm. and then definitely commercial gyms like i understand the difference between but th there's just so many levels between the commercial bar yeah that has the 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 uh finger rings on the wrong d direction like, uh, yeah they're like yeah. too skinny or too far yeah. they're not weightlifting but they're not powerlifting right. they're just random yeah and then the bar's bent no knurling i understand there's a far difference between that and needing the aleco bar mm -hmm. you know yeah Jeez, i understand you demanding or really wanting something in between that's fair because yeah. things are accessible, but for you to you know only need that or only be able to train on that or bitch about it, then get out of here, man. Just become a better athlete. That's my opinion. No, I agree a hundred percent. Now a trend that I uh, wish will never come back. Okay, that's not a question, but I'm yeah, just making I, it up. Yeah, exactly. And I'm not here to tell. I'm all for fucking freedom and not telling anyone to ever what to do. But I'm glad that no one's wearing tights anymore. <laughs> like i'm not yeah. against it and yeah. and i think it started in like a old school weightlifting right they just go like boxer briefs and i understand when it's hot and you're weightlifting and you don't uh -huh. want to grab clothing weightlifting is much different than powerlifting yeah. for one and then strongman i also understand similar rolling a stone up your legs mm. it get caught in sweatpants or baggy shorts probably an issue powerlifting personal opinion not an issue not there's an other issue. issues with clothing and powerlifting and that's why we have good company but beside the point um and and look i don't give a fuck what you're wearing you know i'm not going to be a dick gazing all fucking workout anyways but <laughs> it's just not i don't think it's a good look I don't from my good. fashion sense uh -huh. and then two um i just think it's overkill again almost in the specificity like well i move freer no you don't Dude, you don't move any fucking freer than just a proper pair of shorts. Uh, yeah, I think it's still a big thing in the bodybuilding world, though. I don't think it's backed um, off in bodybuilding. I think, world. I think, uh, yeah, I, I, and and there's, I'm sure there's plenty of powerlifters that still do it, but for a second there, every single powerlifter only wore tights. Yeah, and jujitsu, like I understand it in jujitsu, you're rolling around, you'll rip your finger off if you get caught in shorts. I understand it, but, but like powerlifting's not that. I, I don't need to see people's junk in that way. No, it's a whole like yeah. twig and berries festival. In the same way, and this is going to be controversial. I don't understand the need to wear a singlet in the gym ever, ever, ever. I think if you're really new and like you never worn it, I, I understand. You know, like, one time, that's yeah, one time. Like you not get and and honestly, I would be more okay with someone going singlet all the time than uh, spandex all the time. I would agree with you, right? Because yeah. at least you're like, all right, well, I compete in this. Like, yeah, but it is still just weird to me. Like basketball. 
at college level because there's um, just we scrimmaged more or whatever. We'd always have practice jerseys, mm-hmm. and there's a bigger bigger budget. High school, we just worked played in t-shirts. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not going full jersey every. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you could argue the same thing with a singlet. Like, does it change? Yeah, kind of. A shirt to a, a game jersey is different, and shorts to a singlet's different, but it's just not that and, drastic. Yeah, it all speaks of a certain kind of insecurity. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, and I, again, I understand the concept of controlling the variables you can control and all this, but yeah, are are you so un, unconfident in your athletic ability that you need to tighten down these things that are probably the deepest fringe of the variabilities? Yeah. Like they're, they're so far out from what's going to affect your performance. And I've said this before, people get caught up in the, you know, train like you fight, yeah. fight like you train issue. But that's about mentality. That's yeah. not about every other fucking variable. Yeah. Like the thing you can control most is what's going on in your head. Yeah. Work on that. Effort, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. Your walkout. Yeah, the actual application application i don't disagree and again i'm not here to tell anybody you want to fucking squat naked in your garage gym at home i don't give a fuck if you are if you're paying for a day pass if you are a member of my gym and you need to do these things more power to you yeah i don't give a fuck however if you think that 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 your success or failure lies in these things you are likely wrong. Or if you're going to ask me what I don't like, I'm going to tell you. Yeah, exactly. It's, not, it's your pee-pee in my yeah. face. Yeah. I don't need to see any of that. Um, Unless and, you really got something to show, in which case, you know, rock on. Uh, yeah. Yeah, do your thing. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, brand new episodes every single Wednesday and Friday. Appreciate you guys so much. Be sure to share this thing. Like it. Turn it out to the world. 3SP.co. Um, we are in Santa Clara Power Expo, August 13th and 14th. We're here at 3rd Street, September 10th and 11th. Uh, open gym and powerlifting meet. Uh, viewers are welcome. So we'll see you guys at uh, some of those. I am at the Jim McDean on all the social, modi- social media. Social media. Uh, this is 50% Facts, where percent is a word and 50 is just numbers. 50% Facts is a Spreaker Prime podcast in association with iHeartMedia on the... Obscure Celebrity Network. We'll talk to you next week.